0: Okay, you guys, <laughs> <laughs> I am seriously so excited. I have a Safari, my cute sister in law, on today, and we are over here mm-hmm. tripping a little bit, aren't we? Yeah. Just a little <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> She's fine, and then all of a sudden I'm not fine. I have to turn on more music and get up and dance. And the next thing you know, she's sweating. (laughs) (laughs) And we're just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, (laughs) whoa! And it's like I've done a million of these, okay? But it's still, it's like I don't know what it is. It's just a little nerve-wracking. Yeah, yeah. And I go right when we sat down. I go Safari. Are you nervous? And she goes, "Not really." And I go, "Why?" <laughs> She's like, like, "Well, should I be?" Yeah, should she be? I'm like, "Nope, nope." But anyways, hey, you guys, I'm seriously so excited. So I want to share a little health tip before we get started, and hear Safari's story. Um, so as you know, the obvious. Let's just state the obvious. There's a <laughs> coronavirus going around, and it's just been just a little crazy and a little stressful for some people. And so I'm just gonna suggest a few essential oils that I've been using that really have been helping me and my family um, with everything that's going on. Um, one oil that I love is Balance, and that is a grounding blend. So that's just gonna bring like, peace to your mind, right? Um, peace and harmony, and it really just helps ground you. So that's one, That's a really good one to put on your feet in the morning and or even just put a couple drops in the palm of your hand and take, rub your hands together and take some deep breaths. Um, I've even actually been putting it along my kid's spine to support all the systems in the body. And I dilute it, obviously. And that's been really helpful for my kids, right, with this whole situation. Um, another one that I love using is Breathe. It really supports your respiratory system and you can even put it in the diffuser at night and it helps with sleep. Um, another one I've mentioned many times is Guard. So that is something to support your immune system. And I have that in my diffusers nonstop in all the bedrooms running throughout my house. And I also put it along my kid's spine every morning and night. And again, that one has... Cinnamon in it and clove, some some hotter oils So you want to make sure you are diluting it with some coconut oil before you put it on your kids or yourself um, Just because it can burn the skin and so I always tell people just make sure you're very educated when you do purchase these oils and you Have somebody that's supporting you through your your journey of using the oils So you know things like that, right? So you don't burn your skin um, so those are some important things. And I even, with On Guard, I just drop it under my tongue and I swallow it and then drink some water after. So that's what I do and I love it. Um, so there's my little health tip for you. Um, okay. So, oh, my gosh. As you know, as, as I mentioned earlier, Safari is my sister-in-law. And I absolutely love you dearly. Seriously. Like I couldn't have asked for a better sister-in-law. <laughs> You and Ryan are so perfect together and you're Thank such you. an amazing mom and you and Ryan's relationship is incredible. And I just love you guys so much, seriously. Love and me. I love you. I love you. <laughs> and you know, just the mom that you are, you're so dedicated and you're so committed to banks. He is so cute. Mm-hmm. And you're a hard worker, right? Like you have this like drive in you. And you're such a, an incredible entrepreneur. And when you go for something, you go big. And it inspires me every day. And I just see you when you when you pick something, when you pick a business or whatever you're doing, you go and you, it just mm-hmm. like explodes. And who you oh, are as a you. woman is is incredible. And you have the biggest heart and so much love. And I love you so much. Oh my God, I love you oh, too. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. so nice. Yeah. And you know, Safari and Ryan they own um, a business and it's called Talia. It's an online boutique. And Safari also is a marketing director at Azaria, right? That's how yep. you pronounce it. How you it. I can never pronounce <laughs> it. I'm like, am I going to say That's this way? way? <laughs> um, and so, and um, what else? Oh, and I really, so Safari has been, and Ryan have been um, just struggling with um, secondary infertility. And um, I really, feel like a lot of people in this world are struggling with that in one way or another. Mm-hmm. And I, I just felt so inspired to have you on so you could share, you know, your, your experience through this all and what you've been going through. Yeah. Um, and just to give people out there some hope or encouragement. And I want to know what you've gotten out of the whole thing, what you're learning so far too. And so I wanted to bring her on you guys. Um, to share just her experience of it
1: all. So ah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Um, you want me to go? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So secondary infertility, it's not something that's really talked about very often. Um, I remember my neighbor, um, her name, her name's Kate. She was my old neighbor. Um, when they were trying for their second, she had talked to me, And said they had been trying for 18 months. And I was, like, beside myself. Like, what do you mean you've been trying for 18 months? Like, I had never even heard of it. Um, Especially um, for people who have had one with no problems. So Mm -hmm. I just – I don't know. I guess I was just naive or ignorant to the situation. But I was like, that sucks. Like, Mm -hmm. I hope that never happens to me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because I just couldn't even – wrap my head around how someone could have a kid and then not be able to after that. Um, and so she actually went on to adopt and then found out she was pregnant. So, and then she had an oopsies baby right after that. So it's just crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that was like my first introduction to secondary infertility and, um, Yeah, I just – I kind of ended at that and I just moved on with my life and really never thought of it again. Um, And then we – so Ryan and I have been married for five years and we had banks on our two-year anniversary, like a few weeks after – or before, sorry, our two-year anniversary. Yeah. And then when he was one and a half, I was like, we got to start trying. Because I want them, like, two, two and a half years apart. Like, we need to start trying. Um, And I probably would have started trying earlier even because I always wanted my kids close. Um, Just because I didn't – I always wanted lots of kids and I wanted them close. Yeah. My family – I had two little brothers and my mom had five little siblings and she loved it. So I was like, I want a big family. Like, I'm a super people person. Yeah. So that's just kind of what I – always envisioned. And so we started trying when Banks was one and a half and I'm pretty like easy going by nature. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't ever really stress about it. Like we, it took us, let's see, four months, maybe five months to get pregnant with Banks. Yeah. Um, and we were like casually tracking my ovulation, but not really Yeah, like I never, there's ovulation ovulation sticks where you can test to see when you're the most fertile but I didn't even do those with banks like I tracked it on my app mm. which yeah. by the way <laughs> if that's all you're doing use the sticks because the apps are uh, off yeah oh yeah and I didn't oh. even know that but I got pregnant with banks, so it was not right. even no big deal yeah. yeah so with this second one um I like I don't know we started trying and a few months went by and some of my friends were like are you like Okay, like are you starting to worry? And I I was always like, no, like I'm good, we'll get pregnant. Yeah. I'm always just like, no, it'll happen when it happens. Um until it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and it at our 12 month mark, we started um going to a fertility specialist rather than my regular OB. Mm-hmm. And we went, and I just left that appointment so discouraged. Like, I saw my eyes out because I just, like, anyone that's trying to have a baby knows that when you are ready to have a baby, like, you're ready right then. Like Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, you're, like, you want to be pregnant right Right. then. Yeah. And it had already been 12 months, and he, I felt like my doctor just kind of wanted to take a slower approach when I was ready to, like, no, we're not – I don't want to just, like, take a couple months on some supplements and yeah. come back and revisit. Like, I was ready to start treatment. Yeah. Um, But where – when I got pregnant with Banks so easily, I kind of felt like my doctor didn't take me very seriously. Like, mm-hmm. he was like, oh, like, 12 months is normal. Yeah. If you already have one. You'll get pregnant. And, I, yeah. and so I was super discouraged. Like, that was probably the first time that I was, like, mm-hmm. really, really upset. Yeah. And – So we tried some supplements for a few months, didn't get pregnant, and then um, I was pretty adamant, like, I think we need to do IUI, Mm -hmm. which is intrauterine insemination. So they literally take, not to get graphic, but they, like, take the sperm out and they inject it into you on your ovulation day. Right. So it's like they don't really have to swim anywhere. They're just Mm, in your uterus, right in there. Like, one sperm, find one egg. (laughs) That's all you need. Yeah. Um, And I was super hopeful. Like, I just remember being like, this is going to work. Like, we just need a little extra help. That didn't take. And then I was obviously devastated. And then we tried it again a couple months later. And this time we went, like, full on, like, medications, shots. Like, I was doing everything to just get pregnant Mm -hmm. um, without doing IVF, which is – extremely expensive. So we're trying to, our best to not have to go that route. Yeah, And so we did another IUI that didn't take. And so obviously I was devastated again. And by this point it's been over a year and I just, I'm at this point I'm like s- super discouraged. Like I'm trying not to lose hope and, um, you know, keep going. But it's hard. Like it's, it might sound dumb to whoever's listening, but for me, it's by far the hardest thing I've ever been through in my yeah. entire life. And I've been through some stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it's really hard. Like, and I know some of you are probably thinking like, Oh, well you have a baby, like mm-hmm. be lucky are be happy and grateful that you have one, which I am like banks well, is my, my little boy's name is banks by the way. He is my whole world, and I am so grateful to have him. But as a mom, when you feel that love, you there's nothing like it. And so it almost amplifies the the want for another one because now you know what you're missing out on. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And so I try to explain that. It's, it's a really interesting and different kind of concept, but it's just – how I feel, oh, and so yeah. yeah, um, anyway, we moved on we we got through the holidays, um, and then we just did another i u i in one month are we in March. March, so we did one in February, and banks just turned three by the way, this February, and that one did not take. We just found out last week, so we're pretty sad about it,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> um. But anyway, this—I'm not trying to like give this sob story, but that's the story. Oh, no. like, like,
0: and here's the deal, Saf. Like, this is the reality of what is going on right now. And, yeah, and it's hard, and yeah. that's okay. It's—it's it's, you know what I mean. Like, and people are going to think what they want to think. People are always going to yeah. think what they want to think on these these episodes. But know that there's going to be so many people that can relate to you right now. Yeah, and by you sharing what you're sharing is really going to give these people. Some hope and some relatedness in a way where they're like, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. Sometimes people feel like they're alone.
1: Oh my gosh. When they go
0: through things.
1: It is, you know? Yeah, it is so lonely because I don't know. I just feel like, I mean, 18 months to some people isn't a very long time, but to me it is. And yeah. Sorry for any boys that are listening, but like periods aren't just once a month, they're like every 28 days, 21 to 28 days. And so I've had 23 cycles, 23 negative tests, 23 letdowns, you know, and it's just a lot like, and it is lonely because, um, the woman just feels it so much more than their spouse. And so there's sometimes a disconnect there. Like, and I love my husband. Let me just say he's the best. If anyone that knows Ryan just knows that i major left out with him, but it's just, like, they can't relate. Yeah. They just don't get it. And that's fine. Yeah. I don't expect him to understand. But that being said, when the person you're closest with doesn't get it, yeah. it's hard because you're, like, seeking someone else to, like, yeah. validate how right. you're feeling. Like, okay, yes, I've been there. Right. Um. So, yeah. I mean, I would say it's pretty – freaking lonely you know and um I don't know I just think I I will say through this though, I've found so many people going through the same thing I chose to share about this on Instagram yeah um I'm a pretty open person so I didn't feel like hesitant really to share about it Mm -hmm. um but also I just know how the platform can bring people together and I was honestly seeking like someone else to relate to me yeah. and I got that like so many people go through it. And like I said before, before when my neighbor told me, I had no idea that yeah. people, that it was even a thing. Yeah. And so it's really opened my eyes and I've been able to connect with so many different people about it and we can share our feelings and know that you know we're not alone and We're so happy for each other when the one finally gets pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's for sure, yeah, hard. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) What do you feel like gets you, um, like, kind of, like, not snaps you out of the hard days, but, like, what is it – what do you feel like you do for yourself that can get you – give you that peace of mind? Or when you're having a hard day, like, what is it that you do – that you can share with them for women going through the same thing that could give them something?
1: Um, I don't know. I, I think this is something I have a hard time doing. (laughs) So I'm probably just saying this for myself, honestly. Yeah. Um, but just letting yourself feel your feelings. Like I have always just been someone to like put up this front and I'm Mm -hmm. fine and I'm strong and I'm not going to cry about it because I'm fine. Yeah. But what I've learned is, like, I'm actually not feeling my feelings. Like, I just mm. shut them out and bless my friends' hearts. They tried it so hard to, like, pull yeah. some emotion out of me. And I, for the a really long time, just would not. Yeah. And once I finally did, I would say a few months ago, I finally just had a meltdown at Bunko. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um with people I didn't really know. So that was fun. (laughs) I had, yeah, I had a meltdown. So after that though, like I feel like it needed to happen because I could feel how I felt after that. And I just was like, I felt better for crying about it. (laughs) Like I was like, oh my gosh, like maybe I should just let myself be sad about it for a minute. And I think This is especially pertains to secondary infertility, but it comes with guilt because I have friends that can't get pregnant and have been trying for like five years, Mm. you know, and or they get pregnant and they have these miscarriages and they still don't have a baby in their arms. And then here I am Mm. crying when I have bank. So it's like you almost don't want to cry because you feel guilty, but that's how you're feeling. So then you suppress. Like it's just this. cycle. Um, But yeah, I would say the thing that's helped me and I'm just barely learning this is to just let myself feel sad. And that's okay to feel sad. Mm -hmm. And I have never in my life been like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then this is so cliche and typical, but just like count your blessings. And I know you had brought up the Mm COVID-19 situation and it's freaking scary and right now we're living in my grandma's basement which I'm grateful for but it's less than ideal when you're being like quarantined. Yeah, (laughs) Get some natural light in here. That'd be great. Yes. Um, And I'll just say this like even last night we were laying down kind of settling down for the night and I like got tears in my eyes because I'm like oh my gosh like I am so grateful to have Ryan and Banks and a husband that loves me and a kid that is my whole freaking world. Mm-hmm. And that helps oh, me. Yeah. Like it sounds oh, yeah. typical, but it really does mm-hmm. make me feel better. Yeah. And um, you know, there's a lot to be grateful for and would I love more children? Yes. Yeah. But I you know, I I feel confident that we'll get another babe here one way or another Ooh, yeah. and You know, this also sounds typical and probably cheesy, but I fully believe in God's timing. Mm -hmm. And I've just learned that we always say, Ryan and I talk about this every single day of our lives, but if we would have gotten pregnant when we first tried, we would not be where we are at in life. Like Ryan took a leap of faith and quit his job and got a new job. And had I been pregnant… He yeah. wouldn't have done that because it's too scary. Yeah. And, you know, there's other there's other things like Banks is so sensitive mm-hmm. and he is a mama's boy. And I do not think he could have handled it. Yeah. I think he needed that time with me and Ooh. I really yeah. do. And yeah. at the time I was like, no, like he needs a sibling. Like yes. he, I need to give him that gift mm-hmm. to have like a, a sibling. Yeah. And I'd still want that for him, but – looking back in hindsight, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I'm so great. I've gotten three years of just him mm-hmm. and we have the most special bond. Yeah. And I just know I wouldn't have been able to give him as much of me mm-hmm. had I had another when, yeah. I, when I wanted and I was so sure it was right. And I just am like, oh my gosh, like Heavenly Father knew. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it just wasn't the right time. And we really feel strongly now, obviously, that, okay, we're well, we're ready now. But I, I am confident and it does bring me peace to know that, like, if it does take another six months or it does take another year, that it'll be for a reason, you oh, know? Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm like, okay, it was for a reason a year and a half ago and a year ago and six months ago. So yeah. it, if it takes a little bit longer... I don't know. I just keep telling myself that.
0: (laughs) Well, no. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's so so interesting because, yeah, it's all, everything is about timing. Mm -hmm. And even though it's so hard, and you probably hear this all the time, you're like, mm -hmm." (laughs) Micah, but it's like everything is, you know? We want something, damn it. We want it right now. (laughs) And so people say shit like that. It's like, okay, be quiet. zip it. But yeah. it's like once it finally happens is when you're going to go, oh my gosh, this yeah. is why. Because right now you're already picking up on different things, you know, like with banks yeah. and Ryan's job. And yep. and it's like when that moment happens, you're going to be like, this is exactly why. This is why, why it took so long. And yeah. and you, I mean, you've had a lot of women reach out to you that are going through the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. could you imagine they didn't have you, right? would yeah. have you right now on this episode and yeah. giving women that hope and encouragement and You know, every one person makes a difference and there's an impact we have on people. Mm -hmm. And so by you, being, you know, speaking up and and sharing your story, it's important. People need to hear it.
1: Yeah. No, it's true. I have have a friend, her name's Sarah. She has had it much worse than me with infertility and she has been like my saving grace, I I swear. Because she's always been so open about it. Yeah, yeah. And... I almost feel dumb coming to her because I'm like, Hi, yeah. I know you've done like four IVFs yeah. and I and still doesn't have a baby. And here I am, like, well, hi, can you talk me through this? Like yeah. I have a kid and I've only done three IUI. Like yeah. it comes back to that guilt thing, but what I'm trying to get at is she has been such a resource for me and like yeah. light for me. And I don't think I'd be able to get through it without her and so many other people that have been willing to share. Mm-hmm. And um so yeah, mm-hmm. if, I mean if I can help someone then there you go. Well yeah and and too like it's
0: like here you're saying that guilt and that comparison it's like you no know what no matter if somebody's had five IUIs or six or two or one, it doesn't matter you're going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's you guys can relate. Yeah. And I think everyone needs to get to that. Like, let's not compare because you guys are going through the same thing. Like, just yeah. be with each other and, like, support. And that's what you're doing,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know? And so it's like you have to check in and be like, okay, we're going through the same thing. Yeah. And she's probably not even thinking that. Like, no. Your body's she's like, like, you need to shut up Yeah, about that. She's like, just, like, here to love and support yeah. you. And, you know, it's just, like, realizing that you guys are just here to support each other, you know?
1: Yeah. No, so. it's so true. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah.
1: Holy crap. Yeah. And what,
0: do you want to share about like your, the zoning, the, the foot zoning, Oh, like what you're going to like <laughs> a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Like so the like, plan. Yeah. Tell yeah. me what you're going to do and like what shifted for you. Cause now you're like going to be doing something completely different, right? Like, yep.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we, okay. So if you know anything about this, I'll just tell you. So Usually at 12 months you see an infertility doctor or a fertility doctor, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And they'll usually have you do three IUIs and then move right on to IVF. Well, IVF is like $15 to 20000 dollars So it's not like this casual, like, let's just jump into IVF. Right. It's something, yeah, like right. <laughs> the pocket change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sure. Yeah. And so we've done three. And so we kind of knew like oh my gosh, like I don't know if we want to keep wasting our money on IUIs because those are like a 1000 to $1,500 mm. depending wow. on how like your medication and so that ranges. But yeah. it's like also they haven't worked for us. So I'm like hesitant to keep paying, you know, that much money if I could be putting that in savings for IVF. Yeah. And so I have a couple of friends who have – Gone to this foot zoner in Idaho. Ooh, foot zoning is so freaking cool, by the way. <laughs> no seriously. Okay, like, I was the most apprehensive of <laughs> that's all. Like she's people. laughing. Okay, like I am not Okay, I am I do like essential oils and I will go the natural route if I can. But to me, I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna go to a freaking foot zoner when I'm at a fertility specialist. Like <laughs> I'm doing like extreme treatments. I'm not gonna go yeah do foot zoning right like that's not gonna work <laughs> you know like that and that's important. just being honest like yeah. i yes. I don't know, but yes. I had a friend yeah <laughs> who hadn't had her period for like a year and then and she had been trying to get pregnant, and then she went to this foot zoner and got her period back that month and got pregnant the next month. Mm. And then she was telling me all these stories of people she knew personally. So I'm like, what the heck? Like, yeah. maybe I should just try it. And at this point, I'm like, I don't want to go straight to IVF. Like, I, we're going to have to save anyway, so I might as well just yeah. try it. Yeah. So I went, and it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went with one of my best friends, and you do this, like, body testing And this sounds weird, I know, but they have you like test your body for things and your body answers you. I know, I know, I'm sounding psychotic.
0: I think a lot more people are, you know, they're more familiar with this now, you know? Yeah, like it's more – it's not as taboo. It's like – Yeah, it's more – yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I went and I watched my friend do her test, and your body's supposed to like lean forward for yes or backwards for no. Yeah. And I'm telling you guys, I was like, she is faking it. Like, I was like cracking up watching her because <laughs> I'm like, you idiot. Like, yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, it was my turn, and wow. I like was laughing so freaking hard because I was so uncomfortable with oh, like, yeah. I felt like, wait, like, this is actually working? Ah. Like, it was weird for me, but I was so beside myself, and it was so awesome, and I saw my eyes out, and it was just really healing for me. And so anyway, my body, like, tested for these certain supplements, and I know you guys, if you're listening, I know it sounds weird because if you haven't done it, it is weird. Yeah. Like if oh, yeah. it's just a weird concept, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and anyway, um, so I am just going to do that the yeah. supplements that my body tested for for the next few months, and um you know, see how it goes and i I think I have some like internal healing to do, and um I don't know, I think it's things that normally like your fertility doctor wouldn't test for, yeah. oh, but your yeah. body like. So, just like if my pancreas was off or something, mm-hmm. my fertility doctor wouldn't check for that. Right. But your body could be not allowing you to get pregnant mm-hmm. as a defense mechanism to your pancreas being off. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, totally. So, so anyway, um, it's just interesting. Like, I feel like there are some things that I could heal that way, and then my body will allow myself to get pregnant naturally. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I did it. Like, I know I can get pregnant. Like, mm. that's that's my holdup. Like, that's where I get so in my head because I'm like, I don't want to spend all this. Like, yeah. I would. I would yeah. do anything yeah. for my baby. Right. But I just – it's hard when you know you can get pregnant because right. you're like, oh, my gosh, like, yeah. 20 grand. Like, you would. Mm. Let me just say that one more time. Like, yeah. you would do anything for your kids. There's nothing I wouldn't do for my kids. Right. But – so anyway, I, I do think like I'm gonna I'm gonna try that for the next few months and um, work on some other things and then hopefully I'll just get pregnant, you know? But if yeah. not, then yeah, the plan is to yeah. to move towards IVF in the future. Right, right. You know, because I mean he'll be he'll be four now, no matter what when we have another one. So yeah. and that's fine. I am over that. <laughs> right. Like I'm over the time just, gap, like there's no perfect yep. gap and i I truly believe too, like if you are worried about the gap, honestly, I don't think any amount of time is going to make your kids close. It's how you raise them in the home and if you show them love and and what you do as a family like i'm i'm close I'm closest with my brother that's ten years younger than me, yeah. you know, and I have a brother that's two and a half years younger than me that I'm not really close with, right, and so it's just like. I just tell myself, like, okay, safari, like, you're going to show your kids so much love and we're going to do things as a family and the age gap is not going to matter. Right. Anyway. Yeah. You know, and so, Mm -hmm. anyway, there's that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: It's – because, like, even, like, Blakely, she's seven and Miles is, you know – And they have like the best relationship, and there's a big gap there, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just so crazy how, yeah, it's interesting how it all the timing is so perfect. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, that's really cool though about your foot zone and how (laughs) they could, you know, really pick up on different things that your body needs. And I'm excited for you to try a lot of those natural things that you that you're gonna do. Yeah, it's gonna be freaking cool.
1: I know, I'm excited too. And I, I think like we're not doing IVF anyway for a while. And so yeah. like it's not going to hurt, you know, to mm-hmm. try try this route. But yeah. yeah. But yeah. So Oh my gosh.
0: Holy mm-hmm.
1: crap. So what do you think the big
0: biggest thing that you've learned from all this so far? And you may have already said it,
1: right? Yeah. Um I don't know. Something This is maybe not the right answer to your question, but this is something that I do think maybe needs to be addressed. Just to people, this is for like, I don't want this to come off offensive in any way, but like people that haven't dealt with it, I feel like sometimes don't know how to like respond. Mm -hmm. You know, it's uncomfortable. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's hard like for your, to see your best friends like struggling or or not. But, but something I do want to say is, um, I think, you know, like I'm posting all these happy things on social media. And I think one of the things that gets said to me all the time is like, oh my gosh, you're so strong. Like you, you are so strong. Like, how are you getting through this? And I just want to note that like, even though I am like posting, these happy things and I'm trying to be strong and I'm trying to be hopeful and and whatnot, that that doesn't necessarily come natural for me in this situation. Like I have to consciously and intentionally like try to be strong. You know what I mean? And like I think sometimes like the pain in my heart gets overlooked because I like am trying to be strong about yeah. it. Yeah, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. the reality of it is is that it sucks, you know? Right. And like I think I think this doesn't just imp- apply to infertility. Like I really think that everyone's going through something. Yeah. And I've had friends that have gone through things and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, like you are so strong. Like you're handling this like a champ." And what I've learned is like I should be asking them like how they really feel. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how to say what I'm saying, but, mm-hmm. but you, these people, like, everyone's trying to be strong and they're making this conscious decision like, I'm going to be strong, and I'm going to be happy, and I'm going to have hope. But, but the reality is there's pain in people's hearts mm-hmm. and like, it's freaking hard. And I just think, I don't know, like, how can we, like, I don't know. My eyes have been open because I'm like, how can I, like, figure out, like, how I can help this person? Like, mm. they're being strong and they're choosing to be strong, but actually, like, they are feeling pain. I don't know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Like, I, I used to just be like, oh, that person is so strong. Mm-hmm. I wish I could be that strong. Mm-hmm. But I'm just realizing, like, no, that person's not innately strong. They're Mm -hmm. making a decision that day to to be strong. strong. Yeah. And, you know, like the reality is everyone just goes through stuff and Mm -hmm. it sucks and it's hard. And even though they're trying to portray or not portray, like it's actually genuine, I think, like it's genuine to be trying to yeah. be happy, and it's genuine to be trying to have hope.
0: Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm, like, <laughs> right. in and out of the mic.
1: <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I think it's important to note, like, it's actually really hard, too. Yeah. You know, and you can feel yeah. both.
0: Yeah. So, like, what you're saying is, like, with people – when they see people portray on social media and you know they're going through something, but they're portraying that they're just happy as ever and they're positive, great posts. Like people, when they reach out, instead of saying, you seem so happy, maybe say, I really get you're going through something. You've been really coming off as a positive and you're doing well, but if there's anything I can do for you, let me know. Or yeah. something like
1: that, maybe, like in a way to support yeah, people. And like, yeah, and I don't want it to come across like, People are like only posting the happy. Like, right. you know, I'm just saying for every like four or five happy, strong, I'm leaning on my faith post, yeah. there's also a like the next post is like I'm struggling. And I think it's just easy to, to assume that people's hearts are like in a good place because that's yeah, what you see. And sometimes people aren't as open about sharing yeah. things, you right. know. Yeah. And so there's, like, this gap in people understanding that I can be strong and choosing to seek goodness all while, like, immensely hurting at oh, the same for time.
0: Sure. Yeah. I get what you're saying. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like,
1: because I just hear over and over again. And I'm not offended by any means when people say, like, you are so strong. Like, I'm kind of like, heck, yeah. Like, yeah. I am. You like. are strong.
0: But you also have days and moments.
1: But also, like, yeah. There's always that behind –
0: a strong woman or a man, right? Like yep. always and I remember people would people always say that to me. Yeah.
1: You know, after I'm everything sure. that
0: I went through, you know. And well, I think and I, I said that to you, I'm yeah, sure, like hundreds yeah.
1: of times. Uh, yeah. And
0: I'm like, well, thank you. Like I am. Yeah. But I definitely have my days. I have my moments, I have yeah. my days. And that's okay too. And and I just think like just being super vulnerable and real with people, I think is really important as yeah. well. You know, and even on social media. Um So it's, yeah. Yeah. But it takes something. It takes something to go through a lot of challenges and to choose, like you're saying, Mm -hmm. a different way rather than, oh my gosh, poor me, poor me. Like, no, you're choosing to be strong. You're choosing to do a positive post and you're choosing to be a mom and run your businesses and you just keep going. You keep going no matter what you're dealing with. It's just life, right?
1: Yep. And you can just, I just feel like, I have to, like, intentionally choose to be optimistic about the situation because oh, yeah. that's just what it is. And I have a kid mm-hmm. to attend to and um, a husband. And like you said, like, yeah. I just oh, – I don't know, gosh. but I just am trying to say, like, it's okay to feel both. And Absolutely. I do. <laughs> like, every day I'm like, poor Ryan, like, sobbing. And then I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Let's get yeah. in shape. Let's, like, yes. meal prep. Oh, like, all, like <laughs> suddenly I'm like, yeah. You know, but anyway, I just think it's important to know because, yeah, you know, we're all human and everyone.
0: Well, yeah. And I think it's just like remembering to be kind to ourselves Mm -hmm. because I think we're really hard on ourselves because we have expectations of Mm -hmm. who we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to do. And if it doesn't look a certain way, we're just like beating ourselves up. Yep. And it's just like, okay, be kind because... Yep. You know, like, it's it's so true. true. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, Daniel. (laughs) You're freaking amazing. Thank you. Holy (laughs) crap. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And it's just so crazy because, like, even me as an outsider, you know, and you're my sister in law, like, I knew you were going through all these things. And until you did a post recently, and I told you this, until you did a post about your um, secondary infertility. It was of you, I think, holding banks, crying mm-hmm. or something. I didn't, I didn't Damn. even get it. I didn't, be, and I also didn't even take the time to acknowledge the fact that you were going through something like that. Yeah, and and it just was such a good reminder for me to just make sure I'm checking in with with my friends and my family because
1: yeah, I'm like,
0: oh my gosh, I feel like the most horrible person. I didn't. Oh my even gosh, talk to I her. know. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> Well, no, because, you know, if it but, but hey, I'm responsible for my relationships. And so it was just a good reminder to make sure I'm checking in and to just yeah. be real with people. And and just because I can't relate, like I can yeah. still get in your world and this is what I'm doing now. And and this is providing the opportunity to get in your world as to what you've been dealing with, what you're going through, what you've learned. Yeah. And there's hope you're gonna get pregnant. Yeah. I don't we don't know when. No. <laughs> no idea. No. Nope. But there's so many just think of it as there's so many things that you have to learn that Ryan has to learn that banks yep. things get to happen and it's gonna happen. Like it yeah. will No, yeah. Coming from know somebody that. who didn't struggle with I mean, I had some miscarriages and you know, yeah. I had my struggles too yeah. with pregnancy and not Well,
1: even with the miscarriages, yeah. like I I remember when I don't know if your dad called us or something, but someone told us that you had a miscarriage and I was like my gosh, that's so sad. And then that was it. Like, you know what I mean? Because you just don't know. Like, Mm -hmm. I still don't know. Some of my best friends have had miscarriages and I don't know what the heck to do. So, so that being said though, I don't expect anyone else to know or understand. So, you know, that's why it's important to be open about it if you feel comfortable, because then you can find someone that does know. Well, exactly. You know, and I think too, as
0: an outsider. Is don't be afraid to ask. Yeah. Because I feel like so many people see your struggle and be like, oop, I don't want to step on their toe. Yeah. But hey, it's like, how about you go in with this open heart and love and say, What I know you're dealing with something? Like, ask ask questions and get yeah. in people's worlds, like I was just mentioning, so then you can relate in a way. Yeah. Because it's like it's just interesting. Cause I even have people like now reach out about certain things. I'm like, well, you didn't reach out when it was all going down. Like not that that <laughs> matters, but it was just like, don't be afraid to ask. Yeah. I mean, would you, would you care if people asked you at this point? No. I, mean, I know you already have people, but for me, I'm an open book. Yeah. If I, if I don't want to answer a question, I will say, look, like I'm not comfortable sharing. I mean, people are going to be responsible here, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, just, if you know someone's going through something, ask questions. Let them know you're here to support them and love them and and get in their world of what it's yeah. like for them going through what they're going through because that will give you a chance to relate with them,
1: mm-hmm. you know? And Yeah. And, and just going back to like, I think most people try to just be strong and like brush it under the rug and mm-hmm. move on for whatever reason. Like yeah. they feel dumb or they feel guilty or they don't want to talk about it or whatever, but- yeah, I would say, like, if you, I, when people ask me, I feel like cared about. And mm-hmm. I don't know, cause I, I do tend to try to just like be tough and strong. Yeah. And honestly, I'm the first to not want to talk about it. Like, it drives my, some of my very best friends crazy. Yeah. Cause they'll be calling me crying on the phone about me not being pregnant. And I'm not crying cause I'm just mm-hmm. like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, you know what I mean? And so it's been challenging for me to try to let my guard down. And that post you're talking about, like, I did not want to push post. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Because I'm like, oh, yeah. man, like, I I don't want to be like this mope, sad, depressed story. Yeah. But from that, like, so many people I've learned are going through the same thing and I've been able to connect with them and we've been able to help each other. Yeah. So oh it's been gosh. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And and I think too, like,
0: it's like when people do ask, like when they ask me, like, I'll just be straight. Yeah. Today was just, I was struggling. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of like yep. in this place of, you know, I was struggling and that's it. It's mm-hmm. not a good day. Yep. And that's okay. Like just to state what's so and. You know what I mean, and people
1: get that. Yeah, give them an explanation, and it's so true. What I mean, and it's so normal to be like, "Oh, today was good." Yeah, like it's like natural to just be like, "I'm good."
0: Natural thing. It's been a good
1: day. Yeah, and it's so funny because one of my best friends was just texting me and like asking me about something yesterday, and I was like, "Honestly, I just had a bad day, and I wasn't, I wasn't feeling up to it." Like (laughs) that's my answer. Yeah, and it feels good to just be honest. Be honest, and. I've honestly just learned to like not care. It's like, this is how I feel. So mm-hmm. I'm going to fill it and then I'm going to get up and I'm going to
0: oh,
1: go yeah. on with my day. And if I have something come up and I'm going to fill it and then I'm going to move on. Like,
0: absolutely, you know,
1: like yeah. that's what you
0: have to do. So you do. And too, you think about like our kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like I always think about that. Like, okay, I know I want to be strong for my kids with certain times. Like You guys, I don't know if some of you, I mean, most of you know this. We had an earthquake here in Utah on on Wednesday last week, and it was scary. Mm -hmm. It was so scary. And in that moment, I was like, I have to be strong for my kids. But I broke down many, many times, and I was just crying with them. I'm like, I'm not going to try to be someone I'm not here. Yeah. They can see me freaking cry because I'm scared for my life, you know? (laughs) It was a freaking huge earthquake. Yeah. And it was scary. And Mm -hmm. even just on day-to-day things and what I'm going through, You know, it's so – I've really learned these past few years to be super open. I don't have to give my kids details of things that have happened. It's just like, you know what? Mommy is just really sad today. I'm not having a super good day. Yep. Because it's teaching them to be open. It's teaching them that,
1: you know – It's okay to cry. It's okay to
0: cry. You don't need to suppress. Like, Mm -hmm. because I feel like we're taught that. Oh, for
1: sure. Like, I distinctively remember – I don't want to throw any – I'll just say as a kid, someone telling me – like, oh, I don't cry. We don't cry. Yep. And I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't cry.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, I don't know. I just think like I've cried multiple times at home just with Banks. Yes. And you know what? He, I know he appreciates it because he knows that something's off. And so if oh, something's yeah. off and he can feel that and I'm not letting it out, yes. then he's like, what's going on? Whereas – if I'm crying and I'm just, like, letting it out, mm-hmm. he knows. Like, he'll literally say, Mommy's sad, Yeah, you know? And he'll come give me a hug and he'll say, It's okay, Mommy. Like, oh, it's okay it's to cry. So like, funny. he just knows
0: yes.
1: that it's okay to cry, you know? And yep. I think that's important because, I don't know, I just, like you said, like, they, they need that. I think when you break down in front of them or you just feel how you're feeling, they are, like, Yep. It's okay. Like, yes, they need that explanation almost like, why is mommy off? Yes. Because, and so it's like, oh, okay. That's why she was sad. Yes.
0: Because if we don't do that, they make up something anyways. Mm -hmm. They make it mean about them that they're like, I've been doing, I mean, seriously, all this work I've been doing, like I've been going back to my childhood and like (laughs) unraveling things. Yeah. And if, you know, it's like in that
1: moment, they could be like, oh my gosh, it's me. Mm-hmm. I did something wrong. Yeah. Because if you're suppressing and you snap yeah. or like yes. you accidentally raise your voice because you're like yes carrying sadness or you're pissed about something yes. else yes. and then you let it out on your kid, then yeah, like of mm-hmm. course they're like, oh crap, like right, what did I do? Right. When really it's like if I would have just let it out, I would not – I would have let it out, felt it, yeah. regrouped, and then I can be a better mom. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Oh my gosh. Anyway.
0: It's so true. <laughs> oh. So, okay, is there anything else that you want to like add to to this or?
1: No, I mean, I'll just say like, if you're feeling like alone in it, that you're not, and mm-hmm. there are so many people going through it, and whatever it is, it doesn't have to be infertility. Like, yeah. um. You know, one of my very best friends is my best friend today because we had similar experiences with something in our childhood. Yeah. You know, and so we were able to connect and now we're best friends. And I just think that's with everything in life. So yeah, I mean I think if you're you're feeling sad, then that's okay. And you know, that's about it. Yeah. No, <laughs> I think I pretty great. much repeated myself a hundred no, times. But yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: It's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's perfect. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, girl, <laughs> thank you so much. No, Seriously, thanks for, for having me. You're welcome. I'm
1: so yeah, fun. I
0: just <laughs> you know this. Again, I'm going to repeat myself. Um, I know this is really going to help a lot of people. There's a big impact here, and I can feel it. And I know that women are going to feel heard, you know, and yeah. not alone. So I want to acknowledge oh. you for just being so open and willing to share and come on. And yeah, because I, I know I always say this, but you know, I've there's people that I've asked to share their story. And I'm not they're like I, I can't. I'm not yeah. ready. I'm not in a place. And I was like, I got it. Yeah. That's okay. Like there's nothing right or wrong here. Like, and so I just really appreciate
1: you coming and yeah. sharing everything. It's helped me to like yeah be more open about it. Oh yeah. So Oh, and this is
0: like going all over the world. So, so many people are going to hear this. So I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, So it'll help a lot. Um, Well, you guys, um, for those of you who are interested in um, that health tip that I had talked about with the balance, breathe, and the on guard, you can go on over to my Instagram, Micah J. Fike, M-I-K-A-J-F-I-A-C-K. And in the link tree, you just click on that and it will have the health tip in there. And then underneath the episode, this is going to be either 13 or 14. I don't even remember where I'm at right now (laughs) in my episode, but it will be under Safari, you know, um, special guest Safari and then secondary infertility. And underneath that, it will have the health tip. So just click on that and you can kind of just check that out. Um, but thank you guys so much. And if you wouldn't mind going over to Apple, uh, podcasts and write a review and give me a rating. That would be amazing. I love you all and I hope you have the most amazing week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.